All right. So at two days of iRacing this week got progressively worse as they went along. You didn't have a bad night tonight. Uh, it wasn't night. great. Wasn't bad. Wasn't great. <laughs> I, I rage quit. Uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, however, uh, IndyCar, man, I don't know what happened over the weekend. That was yikes. We got a lot to talk about there. A little bit to talk about in Kansas. Formula One coming back. Uh, Sephora Racing's Garage Talk. I'm DJ Fluck. I'm Eric Richardson. So we'll get to that. We'll call it a race in uh, Laguna. Laguna Seca. Is it Laguna Seca or Laguna Seca? Because I've heard it pronounced both ways. and It probably depends who you talk to. I, I think so. I've heard it both ways, but I think it might be Laguna Seca. We'll That's get... what I've more commonly heard. Yeah, I don't Whatever. Um, called weather tech or yeah, well, yeah, that's blasphemy. That's like calling the, the Sears Tower <laughs> the Willis Tower. I still call it Sears. As does everyone else, except for the Willis people. Um. So behind closed doors this week was at Indianapolis. Yeah, and this is a big race, two hundred fifty miles. Two hundred, yeah, two hundred fifty miles. Um. I can't do math. You can't do math, and I don't know what happened coming out of turn two, or I just kind of turned myself sideways. And you know, in turn two, before there's the the wide area off the track on the backstretch, and you you kind of come out of turn two, and there's like this wall, and I caught right at the end of the wall and just obliterated Ooh. the front end of my car. Had I been like ten feet further, it would have had that wider area that maybe I could have saved it. But no, I went head on and Derek did the same thing. He did the exact same thing. The The weird part about it was he got a caution. I didn't. I was on the lead lap at the time. I, I think I was maybe about 10 seconds back. Brian McKinney almost <laughs> he had to drive through that field of debris and we didn't get a caution. And I think it might have been because I ended up off the track and I couldn't move. So like, yeah, it had to have been something like that. I, I was sitting there, come like, come on, come on, caution, come on, caution, and it never I came. I decided to take the toe, lost about three laps there. Got one, went back when Derek did the exact same move I did, and he got a caution. I was like, what? It's not fair. Well, and you know, he got lucky too, because I think I had already pit, and I think Brian might have too. Mm -hmm. So he was actually a lap up on us, and he was able to drive it around and pit got his one fast repair and came back out on lead lap but if we hadn't pit yet then we would have been able to pin it it's it's pretty crazy that he obliterated his car able to keep it moving and not tow he didn't get the tow he got did he i thought he had to take the tow did he there was not oh, much left. Were. There was not much left in his car, and he was just entering the backstretch. We'll have to go back and check the check the tape on that. But I was right behind him when he just destroyed his car. It, it's the benefit, even in on towing. It's such a big track, and when you slow down for the caution and you're a lap up because of pit stops, that's a yeah. lot of time. I mean, he got a minute twenty. The toe I got was like a minute 24 or something like that, which that's eh, about right for a, a pace lap. 
Yeah, you're 41 seconds on almost 42 seconds, really, yeah. on at that green point. flag run. Mm-hmm. Then you add that in, that's two minutes to get around for a couple laps. The, the other thing I did is my dreaded just botched the green flag stop. I was maybe six seconds back of you guys when I took my green flag stop. I went an extra lap. And then I came into pit and I think I just slowed down too quickly because, I mean, I had the limiter on. I was maxed out the whole time. I didn't overshoot my pit. So it must have been just how I, you know, my slowdown and my re-entry may have, my re-entry was probably a little too conservative, but oh, it's I so, was lighting up the tires and I was sliding, getting sideways. It, it is so down. easy to lose it coming out on cold tires around that turn one and the turn two and then re-entering the track on the backstretch is so easy to lose it there. And I, I think it was a combination of as I slowed down too quickly because I didn't want to lock up like I did the week before and I was too slow exiting and I walk out six seconds or I go in six seconds behind. Uh, I come out 16 seconds behind. Yeah, each run I ended Usually turn two is my kryptonite, but it was turn four. On turn that. one got turn one is usually I, my. I came out of four, and every fuel run I smacked the wall. Okay. Then I knew I still had one more stop. It was around like lap 60, 57, I think, when I last stopped. And it's like lap 67. I'm like, all right, I'm under 40 laps to go. So I can split this. I'm at 67. All right, 23 laps to go. I can make it on fuel. But I was losing like two, three, four tenths a lap. So I think I was doomed either way. And I pit. And then as I'm doing it, I'm like, I have 30. Or they're like, you need to stop again. I'm looking at it. Oh, come on. I actually put extra in and crossing my fingers for a green-white checker. I was hoping there'd be a caution or something so I could get the lap back and never, never, never happened. Nope. But yeah, it was just disappointing all around. I mean, it was just, I was doing all right until I ate it and then I fell behind and I just, I just couldn't recover after that. So um, hopefully we can still grow the league. We're proving that even with a handful of cars, we can have some. Oh yeah. Racing. I, I like Derek's video that he posted of him passing you on the outside of turn three. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a little, little I mean, dangerous there, but it, he made it stick. I don't know how, but he made it stick. You know, Indianapolis, it's so hard to pass for one. And if you get the run, you're a sitting duck. Mm-hmm. Oh, he got actually the run. that was a monster run. Yeah, he had the run. I tried to snake it, but it wasn't going to matter. And when I saw he was going outside, I actually backed out. I said, you know what? Take it. I'm going to come back. You, you fight him in that thing. You probably both would have ended up in the wall. I don't know when yes. he did that. Was that after his wreck or before? Because <laughs> uh, That was after that restart. Yeah, because that would be, that's a I, pretty risky. I was leading, taking it, and I knew what was coming. I was pretty, pretty risky move when you don't have a fast repair left to make a move like that. But he made it work. Now, where we were in the race, I wasn't going to fight it. If we were like a lap or two laps to go or last lap, we guarantee 
I would have driven that thing in. And we probably both would have been in the wall, but it would have been a spectacular crash. We're at the halfway point with Phoenix coming up. Yep, Phoenix is next week. And then uh, I really enjoy that track on these cars. That's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. Um, it's different and it's a lot of fun. Uh, There's a couple ways to drive it and it, it takes a little bit. Wednesday night dash. I rage quit. <laughs> yeah, I saw you stopped running. I, I was just like, you know what? I've I've had enough of this place. I just I just couldn't figure out. I came out of there qualifying at like I qualified at like a 19 2. I'm like, okay, I'm only like three tenths off very experienced short track drivers. I'm like, okay, that's that's not bad. I just couldn't keep any pace and I was just watching my right front just dwindle down and then I Oh, but hey, how about that lap <laughs> accident? <laughs> Did you ever go a chance to go back and watch that yet? Yeah, I watched that. I, <laughs> I just ended up having nowhere to go. I was already yeah, I out didn't of either. on the turn. And by the time huh. I even saw anything, I had nowhere to go. But I, I like my my, my, ar- my arbit. I think what what makes this league so fun is the arbitrary race control that we do because i mean we're we're you know we're a good group we race each other pretty clean we have oops moments like tonight or wednesday night one of these days i'll get that right um so dalton wicker turned ian because i think ian checked up a little too early going into yeah it was on the like coming out of two i think he was coming out of two yeah he just did not he did not uh, didn't get going or was yeah, and so watching Dalton, something in front of him or what was not going on. Yeah, so he just didn't quite get there and uh or get going again out of that turn or just something happened, missed a shift. I don't know. So Dalton hits him, turns him, then you got running into the back of Dalton and turned yeah, him. I didn't really have much time to do anything because I was starting to run. I was actually accelerating. Brian Brian McKinney accelerating. Brian McKinney was trying to come off the throttle. I came off, but it was too late, and I just plowed right into the back of Brian. Yeah, I saw that on replay. <laughs> I'm like, crap. And I, I and and then now I have to go back and like clip this this moment. And I I just said, okay. I said, how many did we lose? And you, I think you came on and said, I think we lost like four in that. I said at least three or four, as I knew me, Dalton, Ian. I think five of us were damaged. I yeah, think five were hit. I think we I think most of us were able to continue, but like it's such a small track recovering. It just we we were off to a bad start. And I said, all right, here we go. I said, I'm going to throw a yellow in five seconds unless there's an objection. I'm like, one, two, three, four, five. All right. Like we're throwing a caution (laughs) through the caution. And we start up. We have to have one a season. Um, Yeah, we did. We didn't. We we didn't last. We did, yeah. We didn't in the the GT three series last last season, but we did in the uh, we had the Darlington incident in uh, at the beginning of this year. So yeah, we got our we got our one oops start of a, a yep. year or a season rather. So it happens. I mean, it was nobody's fault. It was just you know you're it's a restart. You're all packed together. It happens. Yeah, Speaking just, of. Uh, Speaking of restarts, we're going to jump a little bit. 
Um, NASCAR <laughs> made some changes for uh, the uh, the Roval at Charlotte. Yeah, the Roval. So they're back to stage cautions, but they moved the restart zone exiting the chicane instead of, you know, on restarts, they would just come through the oval and um, no, nope, not anymore. So they're going to put everybody through the chicane for restarts. And the purpose of that is so we don't have too many, uh, you know, lockups, hot, you know, just the, the chaos that we've had turn one in previous years. Uh, good move or not. Um, they're racers. They're going to fly in and try and dive bomb and do crazy stuff through the chicane. I mean, it's just like Indianapolis with the road course. You know, they moved the restart. You know, there's no chicane there, but they moved the restart zone back. So we don't have everybody piling up into turn one. It's the same, basically the same thing here. I think the difference, though, with Indianapolis, that final turn is pretty generous. Yeah. there's not a lot of turn in it. You coming out of that right hander, the left hander is maybe a little tricky, but once you get through it, you're pretty much throttled the whole way down to turn one. So coming up in October, it's the end of we'll see how it goes. What's that? Before they get to it's the last part of the the group of twelve, right? Before they go to eight. Because Martinsville, I think, is the yeah. final race in four to to go to the. Yeah, is it Martinsville again? Yeah, I yeah. believe so. Hopefully, I was going to say it'd be nice if Ross could wall ride again, but nope, nope, nope. not yeah. not happening, not happening this year. One of the coolest moments in NASCAR, and they got to be party poopers. Uh, whatever. I mean, that could have been so bad had that gone wrong. <laughs> no, you know. You know why, or suspect why they um, made this rule change? No, I don't. Is it something I... other than safety? No. Add to drama for TV in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good old artificial drama. I'm going to rag on the whole playoff system again. Yeah. Martin Truex. Won the regular season, and he's on the outside looking in. He could get bumped out this weekend, and not, and you know, and and strategic, you know, it's 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 completely strategic where they finish each section with. You're you're putting people at Bristol, where, I mean, you you finish the regular season at Daytona, where literally anything can happen. You finish at the Bristol night race, where anything can happen. You put the next round ending at the Roval which anything can happen. And then Martinsville again, <laughs> that was totally done on purpose. Somebody yes, in the NASCAR scheduling room was just sitting there evil laughing as they put this schedule together a couple of years ago and said, it's probably gonna... what they did when we put a schedule together. Let's have some drinks. And like, hey, <laughs> listen hey, to this idea. How, how can we Bristol. stress? How can we stress the drivers and strategists and crew chiefs out the most? Oh, I know. Let's put the Bristol night race as an elimination race. <laughs> Hey, here's another great idea. Let's do the Roval. <laughs> hilarious. It is hilarious. I do say that. But anyway, um, Kansas race. I actually watched the Indy race more than the Kansas race. Um, I was flipping I, back and forth. Yeah. I had plenty I, of time to do that. Yeah. I mean, it was up. 
another caution. Let's go watch Kansas. Up, oh, we're back. Up, oh, there's another caution. Up, oh, who's getting shoved this time? Oh, up, oh. oh, oh, who's oh, Devlin pushed Malukas into the gravel. Oh, so whose idea was it to make what like a hundred and thirty degree turn? That's usually the final turn. Make that turn one. And let's race into it on a restart. That. Like, what genius thought of that, that idea? That was, that was a hold your breath. It's like these early restarts, like. I don't know. I just. You, you had, like, the perfect storm of crap this weekend. And, if, you know, you just had the track repaved. It's the I final. don't think the tire selection was ready for that track no no you had tire concerns you had a lot of money on the line getting into that top 22 to get your uh get your bonus that yeah several drivers were on bonus. that yeah million dollar bonus several drivers were on that cut line and that goes to the team for next year and uh david malukas moving over to arrow mclaren yeah, who had a as a team had a bad strategy weekend. I don't know what that was all about. That, but man, Scott Dixon, how about that guy? You th- thought his day was over in lap it's one? It's a penalty, and although I wouldn't fault him on that. No, avoiding contact or avoidable contact. Come on. Uh, yeah, and it's funny. There were like, multiple the- incidents happening at the same time. Uh, what are you going to do? You know, Graham Ray Hall, you know, he finishes. <laughs> Did you hear Graham Ray Hall's quote? He said, what was it? Like, this is the most I've seen AMR. <laughs> I've seen them more than my wife or something. It's yeah. <laughs> like, that's a great quote. <laughs> he's seen the medical team more than he's seen his wife this year. <laughs> oh, got a feel for him getting, he's just taking a- out that first lap. Had a ugh. and it wasn't, you know, they thought he was going after Yuri Vips, who is his teammate. And you know, Yuri's come with a little bit of you know, a lot of talent, but a lot of baggage with him too, over some uh, some incidents with his Red Bull Academy days. And um, thought he, he, you know, Graham was upset and he looked like he was taking it out on, on Vips, and it wasn't his fault, like he got shoved and. It wasn't his fault, and I, Graham knew it. He was just asked what happened, and I don't know. That was a mess. I, it's just, I, what do you do? Like, I, I really mean, blame do, the. You pin that on Firestone. Restur- well, they just finished resurfacing in what? It, yeah, it was. June? It was. They finished in mid June. They had an SCCA race on June thirtieth, and I'm sure they probably had something. But those cars are the, different. Than, yeah. Yeah. But like, there's been no use of that track, or barely any use of that track, would be my guess. Between, so I guess the track July first and last weekend, it's probably really not that rubbered in yet. If they didn't have indie cars out testing it, just that to... track, that track looked brand new. Like the 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 paving, just it looked pristine. Which you go into practice, and it was uh, like track and... records were being broken. <laughs> Yeah, drivers that usually don't have problems. You look at every other road course race this year, 
there's maybe one incident there at the beginning, but then they'd run the entire rest of the race green. You know what? An awful day was Castro Neves. Oh, I blame the track. Yeah. He looks like not that bad of a driver. Well, of course not. Like the he guy's been terrible. You know, he's been around for 20 plus seasons. He's won the Indianapolis 500 four times. Like the guy knows how to drive and he looked like he had no clue what he was doing out there this weekend. Yeah. When you have a driver like that having problems and other good drivers having issues, I put it on the track. IndyCar, it, the track and the it, tires. Were the, they should have. Were there any tire tests like outside of practice? Like, did anybody come out and test that track before they came out for the first practice? I want to know because it certainly yeah, be doesn't seem like that. I wish I could find that answer, but we probably wouldn't. And who'd they send like to do the test? Me? I mean, <laughs> or what they do? Take car you... out and run slow and like, oh, yeah, that's plenty of grip. I'll we'll just, you know, send out some Miatas and like, yeah, Miatas are fine. The Indy cars. But yeah, somebody missed the ball there. Indy car should have pressed Laguna and say, no, don't repave it until after season. Speaking they of. They had no se- data. Yeah. Speaking of after season, the uh, schedule hole has been plugged for next year as announced. Yeah. All-star race. All-star race at a, essentially a country club in Palm Springs. Yeah, the Thermal Club. Um, they said there will be limited tickets available, which I don't know what that means. It means we can't go. Yeah, I'm not. Our, our wallets are not thick enough to be invited to the. I was, club. you know, I was looking at it for Indy 500. We should apply for media credentials. <laughs> Do we have enough of a following yet to? be considered maybe maybe, maybe we'll uh we'll bring you on as a guest correspondent for stadium scene and go cover it for stadium scene tv that weekend yeah there we go <laughs> i actually i think a small race we look into it see if we can do it i can't keep my life anymore um anyway where where we're uh I'm cleaning too much junk around crap here. Uh, well, I'm making a huge mess over here. Where the heck are you going? There it is. <laughs> There's my press pass. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually uh, got the lanyard. And we made these a few years ago, and I did apply. I forget where it was, but I did apply somewhere and got media credentials somewhere. And so I was like, hey, I'm going to walk in here with these media credentials. Because some of these places, it is not hard to get media credentials. Like, they will like, they will give it to about anyone. I think we look at, like, some, the trucks or Xfinity, Arca. There you go. Got my, my media badge. <laughs> But then on the back, they got the uh, QR code, which I have to cover up because I don't want anybody scanning it because that's my personal. <laughs> oh, man. I think it's. Anyway, um, yeah, it's just, that was a mess. I don't know what to do. I mean, you got to. It was unfortunate. It'd be a season ender that was 
a mess. What was it, like 20 out of 28 cars in the grid had some kind of incident and uh <laughs> it was like everybody. Yeah, it's just then Devlin had De Francesco had a uh was having electrical problems and his car was like <laughs> it couldn't shift. shift. It couldn't shift. And then at one point it was shifting on its own. <laughs> Got his own his automatic transmission Indy car there. Um yeah, so it's just there was all kinds of problems going on. Oh speaking of Di Francesco, did you see who um Andretti will not have as a sponsor next year? I did not. DHL is leaving Andretti. Why is that? We um what I was I mean... seeing they split amicably, but I did see rumor that DHL might be going to Ganassi. Oh, so um it's always always fun when big sponsors get stolen by other teams well and that's also a groshan's car he doesn't have a gig lined up yet yet and there's questions on uh i think he's gotta go sports cars i think so too see they're they're never letting him back in formula one again I, I just see that highly unlikely at this point. Actually, does he even qualify? <laughs> I can't imagine. Is he... I did find the shirt, the uh, uh, the shirt that says I'm like super licensed qualified or something that who was it was Polo was wearing it kind of mocking Colton Herta. <laughs> I found... Probably. Yeah, I found that shirt. I'm like, should I get it? Like, would that be hilarious to walk around wearing a shirt that says I'm super licensed qualified, which most certainly not. Uh, funny stuff. Uh, uh, car season over, Alex Blow champion returning to Ganassi next year as of yep. this point. Well, I guess we'll see what happens when they hit the grid in St. Pete. Formula One heading to Singapore this week. Does Max make it 11? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, short of it raining in Singapore, and we've they've we've been playing clips of when it rains in Singapore, what happens? And uh, there's a clip from 2017. You had Sebastian Vettel and Kimi Raikkonen, basically like both wrecked. Max got wrecked on the. There was a McLaren involved, and I'm not sure who was driving it then. And yeah, it was it was a mess. And Max was on the radio. He got hit, and he's on the radio talking, and he gets hit again. He just goes ah. <laughs> okay, so I found this Instagram account that's hilarious. It and they have this thing called the Red Bull Comedy Club, and they post this after a week of. Uh, you know, after a race weekend, they take all the clips of Red Bull, whether it's funny or not, or you know, they're laughing at something that they, that's a joke that may not be funny or things that are unintentionally funny. And and they put this reel together of and, and call it the Red Bull Comedy Club. And they had like the clip of you know Max's engineer, like, did you learn anything today? And he goes, No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the best one was for Zanvort. They had they were doing some bit where Max was asking Checo questions about the Netherlands. And the first question was, what are the colors of the flag of the Netherlands? And uh, 
And Checo goes orange. Max like, no, you got like really upset at him. But then the best one was, what is the national flower of the Netherlands? And Checo, without even skipping a beat, goes weed. <laughs> Max about fell over or just lost it. <laughs> That's hilarious. Because at the time, it was like the only legal place in the world. Yeah, right. But then the best part is like, but then they do these things that are like unintentionally funny where like Max is doing his grid walk. Like, what was it going to take Max to win today? He goes, well, finishing first. Just completely <laughs> straight faces, he says. <laughs> yes. Oh, it was a couple of years ago. I almost wanted to make a shirt on this one. It was a NASCAR race. Um, forget who the commentators were, but Jeff Burton's like, whoever breaks the least today is probably going to win. <laughs> Like, yeah, agree with that. Oh man, yeah, it's we got a busy weekend. I'm no IndyCar, IndyCar season's done, so we've got Bristol night race Saturday, Sunday morning, throwing shoes and helmets and punches. I don't know, we're gonna see a fight this weekend. I hope so. It's been a while, NASCAR needs it. They really, yeah, and they don't need some security guy to get in the way of. Uh, I mean, the last almost fight we had was uh, was it Chastain Ch- and Gregson? Ch- Ch- yeah, Chastain throwing a punch at Gregson, and then the security guy stepping in and uh, ruining Just it. Let him scrap it. Make let it be like a hockey fight. When they go to the ground, then step then, in. Then then break it up, or they're on their feet. Let them go. You know, the other thing we haven't seen in a while is a good, like, pit crew versus pit crew fight. Oscar's taking all the fun out of it. When was the last time we had a good pit crew versus pit crew fight? I can't even tell you. I keep coming back to that clip of, was it Clint Boyer and Jeff Gordon? And was Clint Boyer, like, running across the parking lot? I mean, there was, there was some pit... Yeah, there was some pit crew fighting there, but I mean that was that's got to be ten plus years ago at this point. I mean, I get it. You want to keep everybody safe, but you got to do something. Come on, NASCAR. If you're bringing, you're changing up the road courses just for TV. My assumption. Yeah. Yeah. You're trying to create uh, drama right. where there is none. Speaking of that, I'm gonna close today bringing up and talking about the potential mess with Las Vegas. With the <laughs> Las Vegas there, there is so much behind the scenes that could go wrong that this could be just a total disaster and a total flop. I think the race is even going to happen. I think it will happen, but there's not going to be anywhere near the amount of people that they were hoping would be there. Not a $500 a ticket for staying nope. room only. And traditionally, the week before Thanksgiving is Las Vegas's quietest weekend. Uh, and they try to, you know, they put this event in right there to try to, you know, get that, you know, pick that up. So you have the costs are out of control. You have the five, $600 standing room only multi-day passes or the cheapest way in. 
you have the extortion on the clubs and bars that face the course that are being told to pay $1,500 a head. Otherwise, they're going to put up a bunch of signs and lights to block your view. You have hotel rooms, like crappy hotel rooms on the Strip for like $1,200 a night that have quietly come down in price to like $400 a night. Uh, yeah, there's a hint. Um, Vital Vegas on Twitter X, whatever you want, whatever it's called now, who tends to be pretty reliable on all things Las Vegas, reported today that they saw some insider data from Las Vegas where they have completely empty flights going to Las Vegas that weekend. Like in the in the days, like the days that people would typically start showing up for the race, flights are completely empty. And of course, some some you know genius. Well, look at this, and they put up a screenshot of like four flights from American from a hub that have you know that are decently full. It's like okay, that's four flights. Like how many flights does Las Vegas have a day? There's so many flights. Yeah, you you pick four flights from a hub. Like okay, wait a wait a cherry pick right there. Um, people are questioning that claim and they, that whoever runs that account is standing behind the claim that there are completely empty flights to Las Vegas that weekend. Um, you have a possible strike of Vegas workers happening September 25th. Like, yeah, okay. Month, that's a little under two months 50, away. 50,000 plus workers. Yeah. Yeah. You have a possible strike. Then last weekend, the MGM took their computer system offline or that's what they said they did because of a cybersecurity issue, which is being reported that they had a ransomware attack. And I saw that's still going. They claim, they claim it's resolved, but it's not as of today, people are waiting in line at the Excalibur for seven hours to check into their hotel because they had to do it manually. They were doing like imprints of credit cards. You remember the old school, they put the credit card, they swipe the thing. And they'd have the imprint of the credit card. So they're doing credit card imprints. Um, I think it was Vital Vegas again said that a, an anonymous MGM executive said they aren't sure how they're going to pay the employees on Friday. I've seen that too. Um, half like they said the Luxor today was completely empty because all the slot machines are offline because they've all, you know, they're all on the digital slot machines are all network connected now and all the slot machines are offline. Like these MGM resorts are at a standstill over a ransomware attack. And the alleged person or the group that claimed, you know, they're claiming that they did it basically went on to claims. They went on to LinkedIn, found an employee of MGM, called their help desk, posing as the employee. And acting like they were locked out of their computer and into the MGM system they went and ransomware it out. Who knows what? So then you have the whole city of Las Vegas that is not happy with the repaving project. No, all the repaving, the repaving project, all the residents and the workers are super upset because the roads have been closed. They've had to repave some of the roads multiple times because I'm assuming you know, FIA track inspectors come out and say, nah, not good enough. What did I see? Like $80 million on this paving project? Something like that. And on top of that, it's being reported. I think it's actually confirmed now. Caesars had the same cyber attack, but they paid the ransom. And the 
I don't know if this is this has been I think this has been confirmed, but I think they paid 30 million dollars to get back into their that. system. Yeah, they I mean it didn't last very long because I think they paid the 30 million, the reported 30 million dollar ransomware right Jeez. away. What did I see too? Because of everything, they've even taken down the no, it was uh, for bleachers. They took down the trees that are in front of Lagio. Lagio, yep. Hey, come on. Wow. I it's just there are so many upset people, and I think I mean I don't think the course is going to be very good. It's it's not going to be well hmm. attended. They're going to end up giving tickets away for free to like local residents at this point. And uh, I think after the gimmick of racing under the Las Vegas Boulevard lights and hotels wears off in a year or so, I think this is done. I don't think this is going to become a regular thing. There's no way. I think this is going to become a very expensive gimmick. Yep. I I have gone from completely excited about this to like, let's just just cancel it. Just, I just want to see it now and see how bad it is. It's it's I think it's going to be bad. I mean, that Las Vegas Boulevard part of the course. It's like full throttle the whole way. Then what? Like, I mean, is there going to be a, I think there's like a DRS zone. There has to be a DRS zone there. I mean, I, I guess that's it's a fun good to see if they happen. actually pegged their limiters. I think they're going to. I think in some of the F-123 simulations that have been run, I, I think they're hitting limiters before they get to the end of that that part of the course. See all the cars end up blowing up their engines. Yeah. Because they're under I, DRS. Just, and... I think this is going to be a mess. I, I just, everything's falling apart. The other thing with Las Vegas that isn't actively being reported is some of these hotels are in teetering on like disaster financially. And one of them that keeps coming up is the new resorts world hotel, you know, and, and you, you hear about all these mergers and acquisitions and how everything is a Caesars or an MGM property. And now they're getting, they got rid of the Mirage and they got rid of treasure Island a while ago and Bellagio they're cutting corners there because of, of costs. And it's like, they took on all this, debt to do all these mergers and take on all these acquisitions and you know interest rates are like way higher than they were a few years ago and yeah and, they're struggling and and there's you know the the number that's been floated around is they said resort world needs to do four million a day just to break even and that's not happening most days it's like what's going to happen? Like, there's going to be this, and then they're opening the Fountain Blue, which has been sitting. That was a you know a relic from the last major financial collapse of of this country from 15 years ago, and it's finally opening over Thanksgiving. Like, it's going to be open, I think, in time for the Formula One race, and, and like, you already have Resorts World that's underutilized. You've got Fountain Blue opening up. You've got MGM having their problems. So like. Like it almost looks like Vegas is going to implode on itself. Like we're going to see like foreclosed casinos. Got too big. It's just this these mergers and this debt, and it's like welcome to the CNBC Business Hour. <laughs> so if this Vegas race and does indeed flop, who's it on? Is it on Formula One? If I, I think it's all, I, the, on the, the city states. I I think Clark County has a lot to blame here. I, I think this is a. 
this is a colossal. I think this is just a colossal failure on. I, I think this has a lot of arrogance. I think they said, oh, we're going to go to Las Vegas. I was like, ooh, Las Vegas. What a great place to do that, a, a night race. And they got greedy. And I think they're going to pay for it. I think the taxpayers are going to pay for it big time. I think the hotels and casinos and the bars and the restaurants. And, and you know, who knows? Formula One's probably going to walk away with a huge paycheck. Oh, they'll get their money. Yeah, they'll get their money. But I think it's it's going to be a mess for everyone else. Anyway, we'll see what happens here in about 10 days. With the and, workers. Uh, here, in a, here in a couple uh, weeks, Motorsport Games alleged announcement. Didn't have time to talk about that tonight. We'll talk about that next week. But I think IndyCar is losing hope that that game will ever see the light of day or a competent game will ever see the light of day. But everyone They've else. They've seen three screenshots and some amazing new technology. Yes, they well, and the funny thing is, you know, Mark Miles, who's head of Petsky Entertainment, said, Oh, we've seen in the you know, in the development studios, and it looks amazing. And it's like, no offense to Mr. Miles, he's not exactly in the video game simulator demographic age wise. And it's like, are you really like? qualified based on motorsports games track record with their last NASCAR game, which is a pile of garbage. Are you really qualified to be like, Oh yeah, this is going to be amazing. Like you one, know would actually be hilarious. I'm not saying they did it, but if they use like a screenshot or image or video from iRacing, that would be hilarious. I mean, yeah, they're like, Oh, it's going to be this, Breakthrough technology, like what what breakthrough technology is that? Like motorsport games finishing a game? That, Unless you're that... giving me a car, that'd be pretty breakthrough. Yeah, or, I don't know. I, it's what a mess. A lot yes. of messes. Next week. We'll break we'll talk, that. We'll, we'll talk about it next week. Any car is over. So we don't have one last thing to talk about for a while. Um, we postponed the, uh, the AFSP 200. We're going to do it sometime in November. It's just... I don't know why there was just a lot like there's no NASCAR race on a Sunday, but there seems like everything else is going on that weekend. So a lot of people were shown interest and they just like, I can't make it that. Weekend. So we'll wait till NASCAR is done. We'll run the race in November. Um, we got a couple feelers out for some partners in this and we'll try it again in November. Just fortunately, it's not going to work out for this week is what it is, but we're going to make it. It's going to happen. We'll find a way to make it even better now. Yep. And we got more time. Hopefully we don't push this thing to the very edge again. <laughs> but at uh at FR Racing Online, frracingonline.com. We'll talk also about my uh my new chair. I'll put up a blog post here soon about my my new chair here, which is a actually a racing bucket seat on a mounted to a rolling chair. Yeah. Well, you may have to post about my um racing chair too. My oh yeah, your your kitchen chair. your kitchen table chair. I mean, posture wise, this thing is great. I just, I don't like that it rocks, but that's the, it is what's possible. We picked it up. Um, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Again, thank you for subscribing. Really appreciate all the support we're getting from this. Don't know why you're spending your time listening, but you do, and we appreciate it. Yes, we do. Thank you so much.